Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of En Route to Success. I'm joined here with my co-host. I get the honor of hosting today, Fitz DeSanto. Fitz, how are you, man? Good, good. How are you? How are you guys doing? Doing well. Excited to be just another duo, just you and me today. I know. It's the dynamic, man. It's the dynamic. I, I have to say, like the interviews, I like getting to know people and bringing in people. But there's something to say that, you know, we could just, you and I have the dynamic of the exchange that we, we we do. It's almost just like talking to a good friend, you know? <laughs> so. Right. It's kind of why we, we even started these in the first place. We're like, man, some of these conversations, we need to get this on uh, on tape. Yeah. So this is this is good. It's like, it's almost like I'm home today. You know, it's, I'm like, right. good. I love it. <laughs> well, do you want to, you want to share a little bit, like, what are we even going to talk about today? What's the topic? Good point. Maybe we need to get to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today, we're going to talk about delayed gratification because I think this this is something that really Sam has been unnoticed. I know this came from you, but when you said it, it almost like I had an aha moment. It's like, whoa, yeah, we got to talk about that because <laughs> I think a lot of people do it, but it's really unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And there's something also that I would say misunderstanding when you do a delayed gratification for your own self and what you want to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on what sparked that you texting me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is the next episode. <laughs> right. Fitz was, Fitz was probing me for uh, more topics and it kind of just came to mind and I was like, ooh, delayed gratification is a good one because for me, just like Fitz said, I think it, it's been unaware what it is and like how to use it and why it's important in a lot of areas of my life, but it plays into personal development and success. Mm-hmm so much that we see most successful people exhibit some forms of delayed gratification. And so I just wanted to shed some light on like my experience with it and what I've learned. And of course yours too fits. Cause I think it's going to be super helpful for people to understand like what it is. And cause I mean, we live in a very instant gratification world. So then what is the opposite of that? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, let's, let's hear from your side. What, what is delayed gratification, your kind of definition, your meaning that, you you know, speaks to you. Yeah. I mean, academically, of course, right. We always look mm-hmm. at the dictionary and to be quite honest, Sam, when we were looking at our past topics, we weren't really happy with what the dictionary was giving us, right? right. This one actually makes sense. So, yep, I agree. Um, I you agree. know, <laughs> good job, you know, dictionary. So, <laughs> so what it is, is the meaning that's on the books and in blueprint, it says delay of gratification. I'm going to read it. The act of resisting an impulse to take an immediately available reward in the hope of obtaining a more valued reward in the future. The ability to delay gratification is essential to self-regulation or self-control. So, and then another one that I saw is like the ability of delay gratification, essential to discipline. My own spin to that in a short manner, it's short pain for long gain in the future and also an investment for what you can reap off 
later. It does get tricky, which we'll talk about it a little bit later as we peel these off, because, you know, one of the questions that we have here is like why it's important and how, and when do we say that's enough, you know, because we can't keep on investing anyway. So I want to, I want to make sure that that's on the table and that for our listeners to hear that we're going to be talking about it because these are the areas that we want to focus on because there's also another side of that spectrum, right? Where it could be too much. Yeah. How about yours, Sam? Yeah, very, very similar. I also agree with the the academic definition on this one. And the simple way that I've boiled it down for myself is giving up something now for something greater in the future. Yep. So, which, which I want to do a little caveat. Sometimes people, especially if you hear like motivational people or sports athletes, sometimes a lot of these words gets interchanged with like sacrifice. Sure. Now, there are sacrifices that people make in their lives for many of things. But typically what a sacrifice is, is actually giving up something of value for something maybe less in value. Mm -hmm. So, which also has to happen in some scenarios, but delayed gratification is not that. So I want to be very clear that it is not a sacrifice. It is an investment of either choosing not to do something now to reward something greater in the future or giving a little bit now that will return a greater investment later on. So that's just something I kind of wanted to clarify. And on the flip side of delayed gratification is what we live in today's world, instant gratification. Yep. So it's so easy. What comes to mind, right? It's very easy. What comes to mind with instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You know, if I think about it, fitness, Mm -hmm. you can easily, as far as even weight control, I can eat like I'm right next to my pantry right now, you know, (laughs) (laughs) dangerous, dangerous, you know, and, but also if I think about it, it's funny you said that Sam, because when you were saying all the academics about what was happening and what you're meaning, like really what got to me is like, how do you know if you're going into the right direction? Right. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know. It's just a matter of the information that we get for fitness and the weight. For me, I know for sure that I'm invested in my fitness and my lifestyle and also on my weight because I know that in exchange, I'm going to have that longevity. Do I eat celery every day? Hell no, I don't. You know, like I can't stand that. So, but that's why we have that middle ground. Do I eat ice cream every other day? Yeah. I do, you know, but (laughs) it's probably one of the things that I can't let go. But at the same time, do I eat healthy for the rest of the time? I do. Do I have Skittles in my pantry? I do, you know? (laughs) So it's, it's that middle ground, right? We can go through it more later as we get into that episode. But how about you, Sam? What's your instant gratification that you could think about? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say like a lot of the things you mentioned, you know, it's not those decisions here and there that affect the long term. It's like when when it's every single day you're eating ice cream and dropping Skittles on top, that'd be a weird combination. But like if you're doing that every day, that's a different <laughs> different type of instant gratification. We may need to have a one-off conversation about health. <laughs> but um, you know, the it, it it plays into the the long term, like you said. Um, and then we're really with delayed gratification, we're we're making a deal with future us. Yes. So it's, it's, what are you doing now? That's essentially benefiting you in the future. But for me with instant gratification, I think what I've seen for myself and just like most people, three things that really come to mind are social media. Mm. So this is in the form the most basic form is just literally hopping on the newsfeed and scrolling through and either liking pictures or watching videos that, you know, draw your attention that 
literally gives us a hit of dopamine in our brain. Just they, they've scientifically shown that you pull up, a, you know, an app, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is. And all of a sudden now you you're receiving a hit of dopamine mm-hmm. just by scrolling through the newsfeed. The other side of that that's a layer deeper is like getting likes and stuff on posts and seeing those notifications pop up. That's another, you know, a little bit delayed, but still instant gratification. And, and so what it does is it draws us to continually do these things because it feels good in the moment, mm-hmm. but long-term scrolling through the newsfeed doesn't give us anything that is going to benefit us you know, a week or two weeks or 10 years from now. So that's one version of it. Another one is just like basic entertainment, TV, Netflix, you know, we'll, we'll get enjoyment in the moment from like watching a, a show or a, a movie. And you know, that, that dopamine is flowing because we're maybe relaxing or enjoying some of that time as well. But that ends as soon as the show ends or as soon as the movie's over, all those feelings, all those emotions, all the dopamine is then subsided. And then another pretty throughout all of history, this is something no matter what time it's in partying. So like very, very clear that in the moment during the, the hours that you're partying, like you feel good, you feel happy, you know, social engagements are fun. Also important. I'm not saying that they're not, but these are also the, the dopamine, everything else is only flowing during that time. So yes. it's very, you know, limited to the time frame that it's occurring. And I want to preface with with these three things and so many other things that are instant gratification. I'm not saying that they're bad. They're not bad things. And some of them are very necessary, especially the social interactions are huge. And social media has been a great way for people to stay connected during the pandemic and everything that's been going on in our world. So it's not bad. It's just realizing that those are instant gratifications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I, go ahead. You got something. No, I think, go. you know, I was just wanted to say that those are all important things. The key though to it, Sam, is the awareness to it. Because yes. I am guilty of that. Sometimes I'm like, holy crap, it's been 30 minutes. I'm in social media and mm-hmm. this is so pointless. What's happening? You know, so for me, and, and to be quite honest, sometimes I would, I have a Fitbit and I would have a timer <laughs> before I even, yeah. like I get crazy like that. Cause I'm like, I know I'm going to suck into this rabbit hole. And I mean, come on, Pinterest, let's not go there. It's like a rabbit <laughs> hole. If you're, you know, I went, I went through it planning on a wedding, but at the same time it was like, I need to really focus. So your focus, your awareness, and that fine line on how long you're willing to give for for that moment. One of the things that really stuck with me, Sam, when you said the meaning of delayed gratification was the dealing of the future of your own self, which is so powerful. I want to highlight that because it's something that if I would have <laughs> if I would have met myself today when I was 20 years old, what would you tell yourself that yeah. probably would have been like, hey, this is how you got here and you should probably focus on this. So Like when you told me about the delayed gratification, I was kind of meditating towards it. And I'm like, okay, it's almost like in a long, high overview, what would be our 20 years later selves would tell us as far as what we are now. So yeah, I mean, I want to highlight that because that really stuck with me. And and it's such a good point, Sam. Definitely. And I like that you brought up the point too, of like understanding there's like a time limit that you can put yourself on with you know, going through social media or especially people that leverage it for, you know, branding and stuff like that. There's a different level of like, you might have to spend more time on social media than the average person who's using it for entertainment. Right. But there's, there's that fine line of, well, am I using it for entertainment or am I using it for branding? And you got to like be able to separate that. But it comes down to that awareness that you shared Mm -hmm. because there's an opportunity cost of if I'm spending all my time 
you know, on the couch watching Netflix, scrolling through my phone, doubling down, you know, on both at the same time <laughs> is, is that benefit? Do I need that to recharge? Is that a recharging time? If yeah. so, okay. Yeah. And if not, what else could I be doing that may be more beneficial? Mm-hmm. Um, Here's another one in the finance world, buying mm-hmm. the latest cell phone, then going to mm-hmm. your savings. Like, do you really need the latest iPhone if your current iPhone is okay? Like that's, that's a-, a question for our listeners out there. And I'm, I don't, ha- I don't own one. So my cell phone is two years old. <laughs> and, and also to say this, this episode may rub some people the wrong way or ruffle some feathers <laughs> in a good way, because it's honestly, I almost feel like this conversation is really to a reminder to myself because yeah. I, I'm good in some of these areas and I'm not good in other areas. Hey, I'm guilty of it. I just, I just got done talking about my pantry. So yeah. let's, <laughs> let's go there, you know? Exactly. So that's no, and it's all, it's all very relevant, but another, another good example. Cause like, there's so many you can go into in the financial right. space, like just putting things on credit card if you can't buy it. And it wasn't like an emergency yeah. or an essential purchase. That's like a very basic one. But I know it was funny. Fitz and I were talking beforehand and we both came up with the same like pretty well-known example of a story. And we didn't talk about what we were going to say beforehand. And it just so happened. We're like, oh yeah, we both got an example and it sounded too similar not to talk about. Well, anyway, the example is they did a study where they gave kids between the ages like five and 10 years old, the option of they placed a marshmallow in front of them Mm -hmm. and they were told, hey, I'll be back in a little bit. If you don't eat this marshmallow, I'll give you another one and then you can have two. Sound good? Okay. And then they leave the room and then they keep a camera on the kid to see, all right, now what is their thought process? What are they going to do? And some of the kids, if you get a chance to watch the video, just look it up like marshmallow test with kids. It is hilarious. It's adorable. But the point of it is they're having to, without knowing what they're doing, exhibit or not exhibit delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, if you want to talk more about that. Yeah. This research was so powerful, right? It was done by Stanford research for 40 years. So they followed all these kids after that test. Mm-hmm. And um, that was done in the 1960s. So the choice was simple for the kid. The choice was one treat right now, or you get two treats later. So one marshmallow now, after 15 minutes, you get two if you wait as a sign of delayed gratification. Um, They did all that research with all these kids. And 12 years later, when they got into like the 1970s, the study did another research with same kids as they followed it. And it showed that the children that were willing to delay gratification and waited for the second marshmallow 15 minutes later had had a life having higher SAT scores, lower level of substance abuse, lower likelihood of obesity, really better responses to like stress, better social skills, you know, and these are followed by all these researchers with their parents, with the kids. And it's just amazing that the power of the delayed gratification on what it could do to you. And it's, it's right here. It's written, you know, in research. And it's amazing how we are still practicing that for the rest of our lives, but it's a choice if you're going to do it or not. Literally everyone now is going to question whether or not to make that s'more over the bonfire. Because <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, hey. 
Are you going to have one or you're going to have two? <laughs> well, if you're me, you'll have three or four and then regret it later. But yeah, that, that's so powerful that it comes down to the fundamental thought process. Like it's not the marshmallow that made these people, you know, have those decisions. It's a thought process behind it that we can have what we want in the moment right now, but like that's only for this present moment. And then what about everything afterwards? Mm -hmm. And like it led to all those things for those people. Yeah. And Sam, I wanted to say that everyone has their own path of delayed gratification, not just because your friend is doing it. That means you have to. For me personally, one of the things that really came to me when I was meditating about this topic is when I first came to the U.S., in 2001. I came from the Philippine Islands. I didn't have any credit here. Really, you're building your credit from scratch. But how do you do that? I mean, you you just can't. So I started with a gas card. I think my 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 first credit was $200 and I kind of just built it and make sure I pay it on time. And this ties into your example earlier about having the credit card. But then I think what really got me and really what came to me when I was thinking of this episode was when I first got my car and I have a high car payment. And to be quite honest, my car payment then was $500 a month for this unbranded car and it's brand new. But everybody around me is like, oh my God, what are you doing? This isn't the way it is. Or, But for me, I said, this is the road I want to take because it's really going to build my credit. I just want to make sure that I'm on top of it. So the delayed gratification there is it wasn't a sacrifice, but I knew that I'm investing for something that I know will help me in the future. So after I I got done with my payment. And also because why my car payment was so high is because instead of five years, I did four years, but I just want to get it done and build that credit and really strong, right? And has a good foundation. So I have to tell you that I have no, my point is I have no regret doing that, even though I'm hearing so many things around it, around me when I was doing that, that, hey, Fitz, this is so stupid. This is, you know, this is not what made you do that. For me, I just had a self-discipline and self-control of this is what I'm going to do. Now I could get any car I want because I built that credit. You know what I mean? So that's a prime example of delayed gratification from a long cycle. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's like four years. So that's my point. Yeah. That's huge because I'm again, like finances with delayed gratification is it comes down to a lot of those decisions. Like Mm -hmm. so much of it is, is focused around it. It's the same as like buying your dream car when you turn 18 and financing (laughs) it for forever. For the rest (laughs) of your life. Like even if you're even able to convince them to let you finance it that long. But Mm -hmm. it's those types of decisions that put people in a different space unless if they were to, Hey, like let's delay getting that car now. Let's drive the, you know, the mid range, maybe a used car for a little bit and then take that leap forward of, okay, now I've taken money and invested invested it properly or in paid off debt that I had from school or whatever it is mm-hmm. that now later on I can get the dream car I want and not have to finance it forever. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. While we're talking all these examples, I want to know, cause I'm sure listeners are going to be like, well, we have instant and delayed gratification, but why, why is that important? Yeah. What's the importance of it? You know, for me, it's really just investing on that time, but you have to keep your eyes on the price. I mean, you can't just keep investing and then you have no goals to go to. Yes. So 100%. I'm sure you have more to build that, Sam. Definitely. Yeah. It, okay. So like why even delay gratification? Cause if, if you don't have anything you're aiming for, there's there's no real need for it, right? Because you can just do what you want in the moment and live life that way. But if you have some type of goal or vision for your life that you're working on, then delayed gratification is literally an accelerator. 
accelerator. It's a tool to help you get there even quicker. On both ends of the spectrum, there is on the one extreme, which is do nothing but the things that will move me toward my goal at all times. That is one end of the spectrum. I would say that that's a little bit unhealthy, but it's one side and that will accelerate you as quickly as possible to that goal. On the other side, you have literally do nothing ever <laughs> to work toward my goal and and only operate on instant gratification. The rest of us fall somewhere in the middle of that spectrum. So if you do have a goal that you're working toward, and I'll give the example for me, like when I was really pursuing hockey and that was my, my goal was, Hey, I want to try to make it to juniors. I want to do that or go the route of getting a, you know, a scholarship for college. When I was doing that, that was my main focus. Yes, I had school. Yes, I had relationships with friends. Yes, I had other things going on. But outside of those core values that I had, that is what I did. And my extra time was, I would usually spend working, you know, odd jobs for like my neighbors and stuff so that I could have money to pay for stuff when I was on hockey trips. The delayed gratification I had in that was going on a lot of extravagant trips with friends or going to the Friday, Saturday night parties that I had games or practices the next day. What my ultimate goal was, was very clear and I could make those decisions. But why do that is because it helps you accelerate towards it. Well, what about you, Fitz? Why why is delayed gratification important, maybe from, from your perspective? Yeah, um, you know, and like what I said earlier, I think the focus of it too, because you have to have a reason for it. I mean, like in, I was just listening to your story. I'm sure what made you decide not to go to any of these extravagant vacations because you have that focus towards your goal of becoming a, making it on a hockey team. Mm-hmm. Here's a prime example. So everybody knows my dog, Chili. <laughs> She's a puppy, very cute golden doodle. She's nine months now. I got Chili when she was eight weeks old. Day one, I've trained this puppy, like not crazy, but maybe some people think it's crazy. But to me, I know I'm investing on time for it. Some people can look at me like, my God, you are just crazy. Leave the puppy alone, you know? But for me, we have a structure, we have a routine, we have a routine set up, but we're also flexible because I want her to make sure that she can adapt on changes, right? So I really invest on that training aspect of it and in relates to the socialization, meeting new dogs, meeting people. Some people can look at me as like, wow, you're crazy because you're investing all these time. But now that she's nine months old, Sam, you've you've seen chili i mean mm-hmm. she's so chill she's sleeping right now while we're recording you know so all that impulse control that i've trained from the first few months now this is the reward of course are are we done of course we're not but i could feel that i can actually relax in a way of that's my gratification that i'm getting from because i've invested that time the first few months to how she's going to be today i think that's that's a prime example and that to me is a result that gives me adrenaline validates me that hey this is what we could do and this is the results that we are getting like i said as long as we have that on the price and of course we're never going to reach all our goals all the time at the same time i'm sure you have been better through that journey reaching that goal so or you might have to redirect yourself but at the same time i don't think delayed gratification is your enemy totally that's such a good example too because it's with a a living being (laughs) (laughs) it's even it's even more because there's even more variables involved right it's it's you know, it's a living well. proof, you know? I mean, is it yeah. a walk in the park every day? Hell no. You know, there's some days where I'm really frustrated with chili, but at the same time, I know that 
what we've done in relates to training is really great to be grateful for because mm-hmm. I could see the results. I could hear it from other people. Sometimes they think she's nine years old, but she's really just nine months, you know, because she's, she's chill. So, so that's, that's one of the things that why I look at that. And I really believe in that. I think Sam, it will be helpful to our listeners. How do they develop delayed gratification? Since we were talking about it, what do you think is the ways of our listeners right now, you know, that's listening? Okay. I need to practice that more, but then how do we do that? I'll yeah. let you speak to that. Yeah. And And right before I go into how, just one more perspective I want to add for why, because delayed gratification seems to, and it does require a lot of self-control and self-discipline, which oftentimes makes us think that we are restricting ourselves or restricting our freedoms. But the whole premise of delayed gratification is to give us more freedom, more peace of mind, more reward in the future. And like you shared with Chili, that's exactly what you've got. Now you don't have to teach her, you know, how to potty, you know, you know, potty trainer or whatever, every single time, mm-hmm. you know, she has a routine and you've gained so much freedom and flexibility to where she can sure. literally hang out while we're recording a podcast. And I never would even know if she's in the room because she's never barked. She's never even made a noise. Right. So right. like that is a freedom that you've now gained. So delay gratification is to reward more freedom in the future. And I just want to say that, um, as to no. why it's important to, um, no, that's, that's great, Sam. I'm glad that you touched base on that. I guess, let me, before we get into the how, let's yeah, peel this <laughs> off. I'm going to peel this off now. You know me, the, the peeler. You're the DJ, I'm the peeler. Uh, <laughs> get this, but when do we say it's enough? How do we find that middle ground? Let's, my God, if Chili can talk, it's probably, she's probably going to be like, stop talking about me. But, you know, just for me, with her, with my training, I know that she's not going to be on a dog show. You know what I mean? Like, like right. there's the middle ground. I just want her to be a well-mannered, happy dog people would love seeing and also would benefit us the way she would act around the house and around people. For me, with the puppy training, that's my middle ground. She doesn't need to be on a dog show or she, you know what I mean? Like, but I also don't want her barking and trying to bite people and ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? So that's my middle ground. I just want a well-mannered, well-mannered puppy that knows her behavior and boundaries towards others. That's it. 100%. It it goes back to that. What, what is the end goal? You know, beginning with the end in mind. That's my, one of my favorite things from the, the seven habits of highly effective people you begin with the end in mind, you know what your end goal is, then you know along the way what you're supposed to do, which were which this is a perfect segue. I'm glad you said that into how, because how how do you know what is enough, how much is too much? It's based around your values. And the way that I think of it for myself is having a filter through which I make my decisions. So kind of goes to that which end of the spectrum do you want to be on, right? Crazy, like do nothing but try to achieve your goals and probably actually end up sacrificing a lot of the life things that are important or never do anything (laughs) and never reach your goals. No. So what that kind of does is you can, the filter of will this decision, good or bad or neutral, move me toward my goal, my ultimate vision, whether it's career, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's personal development, fitness, health, relationships, spirituality, whatever it is, will this decision move me toward it? And sometimes you're going to be faced with no, but if that is, do I make food today? (laughs) 
I would hope you still make food. <laughs> well, no, I mean, so, it, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it, you can be that extreme where people kind of get lost in the weeds is what I'm saying. So being very clear of are of these values of these goals I'm working on, is this something that move me toward it? Yeah. And awareness of it and also being okay with it. So for you guys that haven't listened to our episode five, humility, <laughs> <laughs> there's the it, plug for it. <laughs> yeah. It tells you, uh, we, Sam and I talk about it and relates to how to be okay with it and how accepting, because you could keep growing and that's when it takes you to a different side of the spectrum. But I just wanted to say that because everything in, in that we do, we, we got to have that middle ground and you have to be okay with it and that it's your own path. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm coming off as intense today, it's cause I had my coffee. So that's, <laughs> so I'm the chill one today. Fitz <laughs> told me he was feeling a little relaxed today. So he told me <laughs> energy, but so. uh, the, all, all of it, it comes down to each person's situation, right? Like no one should ever be able to tell you what you value. Like that is a decision you make internally. And that's, you know, where you base your goals off of. Sure. And when those distractions come up in life, there's positive, negative, and neutral distractions. Is it a necessary distraction? If so, yes, take care of it. If it's not, then, and if you still choose to do it, just realize there's an opportunity cost on the time you're, you know, investing on that distraction, like three hours of Netflix, or I keep going back to that. I really... I have nothing against Netflix. I actually love the Headspace. Uh, I watch Hulu, but I, I love right. the Headspace <laughs> series they've got on there right now with uh, the meditation. But there's and there's plenty of really good documentaries and things you can learn. But the point is, you know, if it's the ultimate goal, what is going to get you there? Is it a necessary distraction? Yes or no? If not, weigh the opportunity cost and just be completely happy with your decision once you've made it. Because once you've made it and you've invested the time either way, you can't get that back. Absolutely. So be happy with the decision that you make. And I think that that's the best way to go about it. But mm -hmm. what, what's from your side fits some more how for people when they're weighing delay sure. gratification? So you talk about knowing the values, right? And understanding it really and getting that patience that would lead you to that goal, right? Just a few hows, right? Like you got to know your values, know what you want to achieve and what's really important to you personally. You got to have a plan, create a plan, prioritize. And here's the more important thing to me, reward yourself every step of the way. So if you wanna in, in a finance world, if you want you wanna save for retirement, then if you have like a bonus check, get one third of that, go on vacation and save it. You know, like all these other aspects, right? With I mean, you guys, Chili has a break day, my dog, you know, like I don't train her all the time. Like, you know what I mean? So, cause I know that she's also a living being and she can get really frustrated. So when I see that, I go down on the frustrations, I reward her as much as I could, whatever it, it may be, life rewards, food, whatever. At the same time, I know that it's going to make an investment long-term. So that goes everywhere. Like, hello, I was just talking about ice cream in fitness, right? Like yeah. that's my reward every step of the way for me, right? If I want to have ice cream or pizza every Sunday, I am going to do that because I know for longevity, that's what's going to sustain me. So, and I don't have anything against diet or anything like that. I'm just saying that um, a lot of times of what I've seen, you guys know who you are. <laughs> but if somebody comes to me and say, I got this 30 day plan that I'm going to do for the next 30 days, then I respect the choice. My question is, is it really sustainable? Yes, that's so yeah. huge. Keep, keep talking on that. That is so important. 
<laughs> I'm going to stop now before okay. people stop playing their, our podcast. But I'm just saying that that's what I want to ask myself and our listeners. Is it sustainable? Is it something that what you're doing now going to reward you later? If the answer is I'm not sure yet, if the answer is yes, or if the answer is I'm still trying to figure that out, have that patience because it's really important. So Absolutely. that's what I what I have and the how. No, it, I love it. And it's so important. And as we kind of close out, as we typically do, if it's from your side, is there anything just on your heart or that came up that you want to share you know, kind of closing out and, and then I can kind of do the same. Yeah. The only thing that I could say, I'm going to keep this short and sweet is there's a value of delayed gratification. I've seen it work. I've seen it happen and I've seen it around us. And for people that I know that have done it and it's a continuous journey and also that it is on your own path. And that's, what's the beauty of it because you get to decide there's no right answer here. You guys, it's the matter of you're the one controlling it and you're the one that's going to make it happen. Nobody else, you know, you're, it's, it's funny. I was just, I just came on me right now that I heard one of the article that I forgot who the author was, but it was saying that God is really the director of our movie and you're the director on earth, but the high authority is the actual, if it's going to, if it's going to rain that day or whatever, but as far as direct directing, it's your own self. You're the one that's, that are able to carve that on what's the next plot you're going to be. And if it's worth investing on the current plot now, so you can have a rewarding ending later, but that's, yeah. that's it for me. I'll shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just learning about our, our movie directing skills coming next and route to success. The movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's so true. And, and I definitely agree with that. There's everything for me to, you know, that's just my personal belief. And it's not something to, that I feel everyone has to have for themselves. But that's definitely where I draw a lot of my direction to is the higher power and, you know, God for me. But I think from my end, the main thing I want people to realize too is, you know, this is a little bit more of like a, a heavy topic in a way, really, you know, yeah. as far as delay gratification, because it Anything around discipline is always a heavy topic. And the thing that I don't want people to fall into is judging themselves or others for instant or delayed gratification, because it's really easy if you're in a space where you're practicing really good delay gratification to look at other people and be like, oh, wow, like, you know, look at them, they're, you know, impulse decision-making right mm -hmm. now. Fitz said it so well earlier, it's about being aware because mm -hmm. as soon as you're aware, then you just, you have control to make the decisions you want to make. And sometimes instant gratification is the right choice in a scenario. Of course. And, and it helps recharge and all those sorts of things. So just be aware of that and, and know that you can use it in whatever way, shape or form that can help you reach your goals as quickly or as mildly, you know, expedient <laughs> as possible. So just keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind. And, and I think that it's just something we wanted to share because it has been really helpful for both of us and we're still working on it ourselves. Mm -hmm. It so. never ends, right? I don't think it, it will ever be, you know, in a way of our purpose and also on how we deal with the delayed gratification because it is, it is a good thing. I want to make that clear, right? It is a positive character to have. And I've seen results within my life and also within others. I think, Sam, this is a great episode because this is something that you and I really can relate. Love it. Well, as, as we're closed out here, Fitz, I'm going to give you the chance today to let everyone know where they can find us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, you guys could find us individually in LinkedIn under Sam Boyer and Fitz DeSanto. We are also in all the social media platforms. We're in Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Snapchat. 
Um, <laughs> I'm looking at Sam because he's the one that does the, the Snapchat. Um, but I think the easiest way for you guys, if you guys really want to contact us, is either go to our Instagram. We have a wave link there that would divert you to all the different platforms on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also email us for all the insights and feedbacks at alohafitsam at gmail.com. Wonderful. Spoken like a true recording. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and as always, we like to close out with something that we are grateful for. So for myself today, I really want to make it, want to make it real. I'm going to go with coffee. I really appreciate coffee. I, I don't know. I think it was back in college when I first started actually drinking. I used to hate it. Even the smell Mm. of it would make me feel kind of sick to my stomach, but I've actually learned the value of it and using it in the right way, (laughs) not overdoing it. I was going to say (laughs) (laughs) the, uh, the right amount of coffee is, is really good for clearing the mind from myself and making me feel like I've, I've got that clarity that, that I can share, especially when we're recording a podcast. So I'm going to go with coffee today, but Fitz, how about you? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go deep. I don't think I've I've gotten deep enough today. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm really grateful for you and I's friendship, Sam, because as you guys don't know, Sam and I are really good friends, even offline the podcast. Like just yesterday, we were talking for two hours and it was like, oh my God, we could have recorded this. But, you know, we always have this. That's all we do is like a heart to heart conversation. So thanks for your friendship, Sam. I I really appreciate that. So well, I, I appreciate it. Likewise, Fitz, it's been, it's been good. And I feel like it, it definitely is adding more layers to our conversations here and with other people that we interview. So I'm liking Absolutely. the dynamic. And right, as guys. always, I will, I will close out with just remember even the small victories are worth being grateful for. And we wish everyone the best day and delay some of that gratification and get towards your goals. See you guys soon. Have a nice day. Take care.